one is good. All right, and we are recording. Testing, testing, we are live, ready to go. Welcome to the very first episode one of the Check We podcast. Uh, my name is Daniel Fidel. I'm one of the co-founders of Check We. I'm here with my co-founder, um, Ron Abraham Jr., Kamal Lloyd Phillip, and our podcast host, Dennis Pien. Good evening, fellas. Hi, good, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Right, Dennis, take it away. All right, good evening to everybody, and welcome to the first ever Check We podcast. I had to team up with the guys to actually try and reach out to y'all, everybody listening out there, because we wanted to do something where we also be informational, but also try to give people a fair knowledge of our services and actually what we try to do for the people of the Caribbean. Okay, so check we, in its nutshell, is a freelancer service, which comes about to give individual freelancers, entrepreneurs, small business owners, everybody the ability to actually request work or to actually source new work through the platform. And Checkway has been established, as you noted, by Daniel Fadel and Ron Abraham. And we also have team members as Kimal, Philip. Team core members. Core Very members. Core. And, and Nil and Doctrove as well. And also Mr. Doctrove, who is, should be here. I, he may join us soon. But as we are here now tonight, we wanted to talk about e-commerce in the Caribbean and exactly the impact of the of e-commerce and e-program, how it can be beneficial to everybody, and how it can also give a resolution to the economical restraints which a lot of us are facing based on financial restraints also. It could be for your personal job you have daily and you look at generate passive income, or you want to make it a new business venture which you wanted to start up here. And check we has a lot of ability to actually bring that forward for you. So fellas, why don't you give a little background about what all you actually do? Because I would, if I had to start for myself, um, just to everybody, I'm a digital creator. I do front end and UI development. I also registered on Checkweek. So if you want to find me, check me. All right. <laughs> but um, I want to give you guys some information to actually bring out about themselves. So they give a little background about themselves. Go ahead, guys. Right, guys. So basically, I'm Ron Abraham Jr. I'm a digital marketing consultant and also co founder of Checkweek. Um, yeah, basically, I like to say I press buttons and make people money. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, why did we start Checkway? Because we felt the need to really help the Caribbean connect. The, 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 the need to provide a space where all sorts of te technological professionals, remote workers, etc., could all come together, could all collaborate, and not just that, they could monetize their skills, which was at the core of the project. Because basically, we want to really elevate the, um, the standard of living of the average Caribbean person, right? So I'll let Daniel take it away. And um, yeah. Yeah. So Daniel Fidel here, co-founder. Um, thanks, everyone, again, for listening and watching us. Um, Check We was started by Ron and I at the beginning of 2021. Last year, we started with the Caribbean Digital Professionals Facebook group really because we found that it, there wasn't enough collaboration or people within the Caribbean region with digital backgrounds, professionals who were connecting, um, found that there was a very an empty space that needed to be filled. And so we started the group and in an attempt to get people to engage with more with each other more, to actually see something more impactful, 
the idea of having a platform similar to Upwork and Fiverr, but specifically for the Caribbean came up. And at first it just seemed incredibly daunting and it was just like, do we really want to do this? Could we compete with those platforms? Did it make sense? And the more we thought about it, the more sense it did make. So Checkwe itself became just a product of um, a couple of entrepreneurs, conversations that I had with other business owners. Um, I have a friend up here in Canada who runs an e-commerce business. And a lot of the work that he does, it's outsourced. He looks to outsource everything to, he's African. And so he outsources everything to people in Africa. So number one, he's actually saving a bit of money with by doing that. And he gets to make his own brand stronger and give back to his community, um, hiring people directly from the motherland, you know, from where he is and he can be impactful there. Africa is a big part of his business's branding. So it just made sense to hire people from there. That said, Chekwi aims to do the exact same thing. There's a lot of diaspora. There's a lot of people across the region who would prefer to work with people from the region, ideally. Um, they understand the work. They understand people, the freelancers, they understand the challenges much better. They're in the same time zone. Um, it just It's an overall better experience and it's just more impactful for the long term when you build your own community, where you build your own networks, where you're not throwing money outside, right? You keep the money circulating within the Caribbean. Just This is just how economics works, right? If you keep mm -hmm. on sending money to Eastern Europe, Southeast Asia, East Asia, or to the US, it doesn't stay in the Caribbean. So the idea is we want to bring keep the money in the Caribbean, attract more money to the Caribbean, um, help businesses move into the digital age, um, get them moved online, get tourism booming with a more stronger e-commerce presence and to make the Caribbean more of a hot spot for remote workers and digital nomads. Um, there's a lot of conversations about, you always hear the conversations. Um, yeah. If all these educated people who left the Caribbean and then came back home with all their knowledge and experience, it would be better, but they can't get paid. The opportunity is not there, blah, blah, blah. Um, heard this for years, man, for years. Too many years. <laughs> the exact same conversation, the exact same circle around, like blah, blah, blah. Like, um, and so this is why we did check we, right? It's time to yeah. take some action. It's time that everybody, you know, do their part, right? You can't do everything, but you can do one small thing, right? And then when everyone does that, you know, many hands light work, that sort of thing. Will it be exactly. easy? No. But, you know, we're very excited to do it. We think it'll be very impactful. Um, check we be in a freelancer marketplace to help businesses transcend local and regional borders. That's essentially my introduction. Thank you. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Uh, my name is Kamal Lloyd Phillip. Um, I'm from Dominica. I have a background in data management and business operations and that entire uh, speech that Daniel just gave, he came to me with that same speech uh, after him and Ron started the business. And honestly, I heard it and I couldn't say no. That's, that's pretty much how I got in, uh, how I got into it. Um, but like he said, it's a brilliant idea. You know, you find that there is so much of a disconnect now between things that need to be done 
and the skilled resources that are capable of doing it. And that disconnect can be because of distance. Um, it could be regional. Um, you know, sometimes you're looking for a skill that you know exists, but it may not exist in your immediate area. And the fact that, you know, we get to build a way for all these people to connect. I mean, it's, it's a brilliant idea. So, yeah, that's my introduction. That's it. Yeah, Kamal himself works in, um, you work in business and tech, and so do I. And so, you know, I'll add that together, mine specifically e-commerce, um, put that together with Kimal, it's data science, map um, run with the digital marketing. And yeah. so that was, you know, our, our pool of talent. Um, at the same time, I want to acknowledge our fourth core member who is Nilan Doctorov, customer success, and he's actually our chief data officer. Um, he actually works very closely with Kimal and the rest of us, you know, making sure that the platform, if you tune into our first live stream announcement, it's a freelancer marketplace. Um, you can, it's a directory, you can pay for the services and you can find the community all there. Uh, Nilan is the guy, you know, he keeps you happy. He'll answer most of your questions. If he can't answer it right away, he'll definitely find the answers. Um, that's definitely our experience with him. Uh, couldn't be with us this evening, but he's on the interwebs somewhere. He'll yeah. be look, lurking around, right? <laughs> that's the idea. All right. So thanks, guys. That was a great introduction from everybody. Uh, giving us some background insights for the people out there to actually know you all uh, personally, because we all need people to connect with the people to actually trust the people and what we're trying to do. Okay, so tonight I know we want to talk about e-commerce in the Caribbean. I think this is a very vital discussion, given the fact that a lot of businesses and a lot of people are looking for secondary sources of income due to economical constraints. The markets, the population are all dwindling. A lot of people are going to migration and they're leaving the current countries which they're residing in from small and they're moving on to other places where they feel they can actually source a better market. But I feel a lot of persons, if they had the opportunity or the knowledge or the information to actually know that they could actually retain that same market in this country, they would see value in it to even stay home and actually build that country where they are located. They would have a secondary source of income coming in to sustain them and cover their expenses. And a lot of people, when they hear e-commerce, they think, oh, that's some technical thing. That's, that's not something for me. You know, you have a regular shop, don't they, do they know that e-commerce is something that where they can actually build themselves by bringing their products to a wider market. That's generally what I would explain to anybody out there who wants to actually get a basic understanding of it. But I feel what we want to try to do tonight is try and give that little hope for people so people can understand how to get started on e-commerce. Now, I know Daniel has a very vast uh, experience with e-commerce market, given his um, current workplace, which is like Shopify and run with his digital marketing background. So he usually work hand in hand with clients to actually give them that ability to promote their product. Because even if you create a market platform for yourself, you still need to promotion. And I feel Chequi has that value with getting people to recognize the talent or the people that can actually help them boost their business, but at least give them that direction. Branding development, marketing, um, consulting, financial advisement, because a lot of people have to know about the tax brackets within different countries, especially when you start to do online payment services. I mean, a lot of people want to find out, how oh, can you get paid online? That, that's, that's usually a thing that everybody want to know about. 
so they want to know where to start or to get paid. Um, our check we're going to begin up. So I wanted to ask you all guys, um, given all your experience with the whole digital market and digital interface, usually when someone comes to you and you say to yourself, okay, I want to bring my store online. I want to make an online shop. And I, I can even target Daniel on this because you know his mom always asked me she want to bring an online flower shop. Mm -hmm. So you know when when you come on this, what do you usually tell people when they want to start off? Uh, what, what 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 kind of advice do you give them? You know that's very funny. That's how I got to know you, right? I we I was trying to get my mom years ago before I knew how to do anything with the internet myself other than MSN, right? So Dennis was actually one of the first people that introduced me to like the world of web development and IT. Right, just to put a preface to that, and that's like many, many years ago. We're talking when was that 2008, nine, or something like that? 2012, around then. 12? Not so bad. Yeah. Okay, around that time. And that was kind of the time like I was playing with music, so I knew like a little bit of WordPress and stuff. But yeah, so to answer your question, when considering an e commerce website when moving online, well, one of the first things. Um, my answer today is a lot different than it would have been, you know, back in 2012. Um, in 2012, it was it would have been nice to have a website, right? Um, it's just like, you, you have a website? Oh, that's nice. Like, you, it's almost like a business card almost. Now, if you're not online, you don't exist. That's kind of what how the saying goes. If you're not online, you don't exist. You need some sort of presence on the web. It's necessary, man. Absolutely. So when considering what you moving online, you shouldn't even consider. I think it's a yes. You need to have your business online in some shape or manner, right? Whether it's just a simple page with a contact information, whether it's through bookings, but you really have to, it comes down to the needs of your customers. Uh, what are your customers' needs? Like, what are their challenges? Um, do your customers enjoy walking into the shop and, during their lunch break to find what they want. Well, perhaps it'd be nice to start by putting your catalogs online, right? Mm -hmm. Along with your pricing. Um, that helps with people just knowing what they're looking for. That's the first thing when considering e-commerce. Um, let people know what you're selling, how much it is. I know in Dominica particularly, people are a little bit hesitant when they talk about putting their prices available to everyone because there's the... The, the concern that they could be undercut by the competition. So if I'm selling a refrigerator at $5,000 and I say that, they're like, oh, I'll just go to Muslims. They sell in a refrigerator for $3,000, right? And, yeah. you know, if you just see it's $5,000, $5,000, you know, your competition just lowers the price, takes your customers. Um, thing, yeah, it, it's a tough situation, fair, because your market size is so small, right? You're on the island, you can't really, act, you can't scale. It's very difficult to scale. So you are actually fighting for customers. This is where e-commerce, you know, today really helps you push boundaries because now um, this doesn't apply to all businesses, but you could still show your prices. And that is a thing that helps people convert, right? The statistics show that by just showing the prices, having it available online, people can make quicker decisions. Yeah. Just being available. Um, if you consider... Now, if you have a website and you're in Dominica, someone in Antigua might be looking for something. You never know. They might be doing some shipment. They're like, hey, let me get this product. Can I get it shipped over? They can purchase it online. Um, that's a bigger 
ticket items. So it might be a lot more costly in that sense. But if you're thinking about like digital products, for example, if you're a seller, if you are an author, if you sell books, if you sell eBooks, if you sell courses, if you sell art, right? These things you can always navigate and you don't have to compete with just local prices. You can now price yourself fairly, right? And so I would tell people, hey, when you're building your website, don't be afraid to show your prices or at least have some way to show, like a, yeah. people can find a way to know what the price is, number one. And yeah, go on. Oh no, I was going to say, and um, one of the things that I believe is uh, at least top five or top 10 in barrier of entry or barrier that prevents people from accepting e-commerce as a viable solution is this underlying fear that it requires a as Dennis said, a very, very high level of technical knowledge mm -hmm. or knowledge around the different technologies or website building tools. And with, with how the market is today and how the different solutions are today, for instance, Shopify or um, Squarespace or any of those other things that people use to build their e-commerce solutions. I mean, it's, in some cases, as easy as you spending two hours one day to set it up. So the, I think a huge barrier to entry here is the fact that people think it's way more difficult than it is. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things Check We aims to do is sort of break down those barriers and show, or, you know, in this case, yeah, show people, you know, it's not as hard as you might think. Um, it's more available than you might think. And the people and resources necessary to help you along that path are more widely available than you might think. 100%. And I mean, just to add to those two points, yeah, I feel like it's important for a lot of business people, especially traditional business people with the brick and mortar stores and so on, to realize that there are some differences when you're on e-commerce. The dynamics of the market tend to be a lot more different. Like, I mean, as the guys were saying earlier, in terms of your pricing, for instance, I mean, people, when they're searching online, and this is coming from a digital marketing perspective, particularly when you're looking on Google, when you're looking on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, you kind of already have an idea what you're looking for, basically. So you'd find in the e-commerce space, there's not really much time for fluff, if you see what I'm saying. And, and, and the thing is, like, if you choose to be the person who wants to keep your prices to yourself and keep it off your website, you might as well keep the, the clients off your website as well. Because like, <laughs> if I'm going to buy a hat, for instance, and I know I'm going to buy a hat, I want to know how much that hat costs, basically. I don't want to come in and say, oh, you got this cool hat. Where's the price? Oh, well, contact us for the price. Like, statement i'm not gonna do that do you know what i mean so um but that's just one of the things um obviously when you're in the e-commerce space it's a completely different dynamic for the customers and yeah um solid points guys yeah yeah i, I get what you said um as a web developer myself i have built websites for persons and some of them have been very successful with e-commerce some of them have been a slow pace it took a gradual time over three months or probably six months to actually get them off the bracket, to actually get them out there to the people, the potential buyers. Mm -hmm. um, normally when I try to speak with anybody or I try to advise anybody about 
getting into e-commerce, I usually tell them, feature what product you want to have as your main product. I usually try to get people to focus on one product, one to three products, sometimes no more than five. Because you know, a lot of people, when they start e-commerce and they want to get online to create a marketplace, they want to know, I want to put my whole store online. So I usually try to slow people down, get them about one to three of up to five products as the main products and main sellers, yeah. put that out there. And we yeah. also use this type of products to bring out into the social media campaigns or at least the marketing campaigns to actually promote those products for sale. Now, you know, we always have to tell them about, we have the key price, we have a selling price and we have the discounted price. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, they really understand the whole discounted price, but with the e-commerce market, we have a lot of the options for the e- the com- um, sorry the coupon option. Mm-hmm. You know, we can sell somebody, you can get a digital coupon and that is usually the selling point of e-commerce markets because you know, buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 25% gotta, off next order or something. 25% off next order, sign up to our loyalty points, join our newsletter. You get that ability to generate leads and to actually grow your market. Now, I know Checkway has a very extensive base of individuals on that platform who have experience with building e-commerce platforms. Like if I, I'm right here now, I'm logged in on Checkway. If you want to check it out yourself, you can go www.checkwi. Com. So it's check we like West Indies. Um, I'm looking at it right now and I'm saying um, designer, graphics, photography, virtual assistants, accounting and finance, music and audio, writing and translation, social media and mobile apps. Um, that's that's a very key area for a lot of people. Or we even have some areas of webinars and workshops, digital marketing, tech and programming and video animation. So it seems like we've covered a lot of the bases of what people need to not only design their, design their brand, um, select the platform for their brand, um, find persons to actually do content creation for their brand, find someone to assist them with getting their brand up and going, to somebody to do proper content. And if I were to go up, if you want to get musical audio because you need promotional content, and I feel that is a thing a lot of people have been really concerned about. A lot of people put budgets in place and they say to themselves, this is my marketing budget for this season. It might, and they'll come to power and they'll say like, this type of budget, that's what I can allocate. While the digital space does have a lot, a lot of persons trying to all say that I'm good at this, I have skills at this, or you go to Fiverr and you go to all these other platforms, you don't have the ability to actually know these persons individually. And I feel Chequi has come up with a base where the Caribbean people have the ability to not only find persons that skill, but find persons within the same network of islands. And I feel that's something really good for the Caribbean people. Um, if we want to go on right now to speak about, um, if I were to check it out, the freelance, as I just highlighted the freelance categories and the listings, I wanted to think up, talk about about the. If I were to talk about, oh, uh, sorry, just one second. I'll drop checking my notes here. All right. Um, yeah. So, if you want to talk about the freelance categories and the listings, we also have to talk about the amount of individuals which we have registered for the platform and it's continuing, continuously growing and connecting with each islands. So, if you want to promote your market and you want to find somebody within a different country that marketer which you sign up for or your request through Checkway could also promote your product 
on a different island. Because their network of persons within their social media network will be connected to Barbados, if it's a Barbados individual, if it's Antigua, it's Antigua individual, yeah. if someone Saint is Vincent, Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah. So joining Checkwe doesn't also just give you the service to get you started, but also gives you a service to actually find somebody who can promote your product for persons within your network or within yeah. our chain of our islands in the West Indies. So um, as I would ask you all right now, given that we've started with Checkwe, We've had some person sign up. We have some people coming up with these services. Um, what is this service cost for someone to find somebody on Checkwe to actually get started? Or what, what, what do you think is the, is the cost to the potential request person or the potential person who want to promote their services on Checkwe as a real answer? So this is the good part. It's completely free at the moment. In terms of signing up, Anyone can sign up to the platform from the West Indies. You can um, become a pro freelancer for a limited time at absolutely no cost, no monthly membership. And this is going to be for life for all the early adopters as well. So we really want to encourage people to sign up as soon as possible because obviously this, this offer is not going to be on forever. In terms of cost um, for the jobs and so on, so we on the platform take a commission, which is, by the way, less than the international standard. It's only 15% for standard users and 10% for pro freelancers, right? Now, um, anyone who would be freelancing on the other major competitors like Fiverr, like Upwork, it's 20% across the board most of the time. So again, our mission is not to like extract from the people. Our mission is to enable the people, basically. So we want people to come onto our platform and get the most out of it and also to enhance the digital economy. So we said, you know what, we took a decision, keep the commissions low, because obviously we have to keep the lights on, so I have to take a little cut. But um, yeah, essentially, it's free of, of charge to use. So go on, people, have a ball, man. All right. So um, Daniel, is that you putting up a slide? You want to show our viewers out there um, some, some details? Yeah, yeah I've just been showing a few slides, you know, as we put the content together, you know, everyone can see like who we serve. Um, yeah, those are popping. Call, consider them ads for now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> promos, promos, promos. A little bit of promo, right. yeah. A little bit All of right. so people know, you know, a bit of visuals. Um, All right, so just checking out I have a question here. for you, Dennis. I have a question yes, for you. Sir. So right. in your many years, right, like working in the Caribbean, like you know a lot of people, around the different islands you worked with a number of like what do you what do you find is like one of the, the most difficult things that businesses have with like thinking of the internet and getting online e-commerce um i feel that one of the most difficult things people have getting online would be that they don't know where to start and i feel one of the other things which a lot of people have which is the most difficult is putting any type of platform online they don't have the content Content creation is one of the most difficult things for any business which I've had dealings with to put, to put them online. If I said, okay, can you tell me about us? Can you give me some about us information? Can you give me something about the issue about your business? Can you tell me about the services you offer? And can you give me any details on, especially one of the more difficult aspects is to give them visual mm -hmm. compilation content to match descriptive information. Because you know, to capture the interest of a potential buyer, you need to be visual. So you need sometimes to outsource to a secondary 
graphic designer, you need to outsource to a photographer, you need to outsource to an animator, you need mm -hmm. to try and get stock imagery. And usually that takes time for me as a, as a person to actually put that in together. And a lot of persons don't even know that it costed me to actually go and do all these actions. Now, when a person starts off online, I'll tell them, okay, this is what you want to start off with. We need to come up with a base. And getting that base, getting that idea of what to do before making, spending to say, I'm going to put in like $3,000 into this online venture, but I don't know where I'm going. They need the consultancy and the advice. And I feel giving persons proper advice of where to start, what to expect within a given time period is really, really essential to actually building their business online. And that's one of the things I feel a lot of people need to go forward for when they're looking to start their business online. You need advice, you need consultation, you need steps, you need to get the basis. And find a platform that gives you that type of information of where to start and where to follow, to, to guide you along the process, to not just tell you, okay, you know what, give me your money, we start, I give it to you, now check your sin, do your own thing. You know what I mean? So a lot of people feel a lot of people feel that 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 type of service they don't want to do that. Um, so one of the things I've always tried to do myself with when I put out a service for somebody, or I tell you, this is what I'm offering you. I don't actually charge you three thousand, two thousand dollars. I charge you a base, and the base is just for the development. But I know to myself, you cannot go on for my help. So I say this will be the ongoing service charge for whatever I'm doing for it. So I feel a lot of persons need to find a way to actually trust building a long-term relationship with the individuals who they contract with for online. Yeah. And if you have a platform like Checkway, you know you can sign up and you know you're building a relationship because the founders like Daniel and Ron, you know, you're all having a direct relationship and rapport with all the freelancers and freelancers on there to actually tell them, okay, this is what we're doing, this is how we're going. And I guess what you advise them, right? You advise them of what the client wants. So that builds a bigger team. There's a bigger network. We need to build our own internal network separate from the international networks. And that's, that's, that's my point. Of so can you see the slide that I have up right now? Yeah, I can see. Yeah. So I'm so happy like you brought all those things up because I, I believe the exact same thing, 100%. There's so much to do. There's so much, right? And it's not just people in the Caribbean. Even people in North America, in U in Europe, everywhere, e-commerce, it's vast. Um, the barrier to entry is much lower than it's been, but you know there's still so much to figure out. And that's the thing: where do you start? And so that's something that we wanted to do more with Checkwe. So if you even if you visit the platform right now and you went to the Checkwe services, you would see we have some already listed. One of which is how to start building an online store, right? how to start um, organizing, how to start planning, how to put all of your content together and then marketing. So this is something we do for, and we can have a 30 minute chat, right? Mm -hmm. And if you look at the slide right here, $0. Yeah, right? free of when course. You, right, just, just reach out to us right here on the platform and then we'll sit down and talk with you. And then if you don't know where to start, that's what we're gonna figure out. And then if there's something you need, you'll likely find that service on Checkweek. Right. And we'll direct connect you with the right partners without. Well, I like to know I've started thinking of all of the WeLancers, everyone who sent up to the platform as our partners. Right. Mm -hmm. All of the work they do helps build Checkwe. Everything that we do with Checkwe is meant to build their 
portfolio as well, their opportunities. So everyone who joins our partners, um, you're a business owner, you're a new entrepreneur, you want to know how to use Checkwe, let us know. You want to know how to build a Shopify store, let us know, right? We'll give you, you know, the basics to help you get started and point yeah. you in the right direction. And then like with the social media, right? This part here, I find it interesting. Kimal would know about this a lot more. This is something of a specialty of his as a photographer, but it's like your, your social media feeds, right? Like what's your content doing? What are your posts doing? Right. Kimal, you're going to say something? Uh, yeah, no, I was just going to say um, a lot of it has to do with marketing and it's something that uh, not, it's not just applicable to creators or artists, so to speak, um, whatever business you're running, if it's e-commerce based and you do have and you should have a social media aspect to it, uh, you're going to want to think about how do you market to your specific uh, demographic, um, to your clientele. And one of the things that a lot of people tend not to take into consideration is just how powerful these online marketing tools are. I mean, you hear about the Google ads um, and the Facebook ads all the time, but a uh, few people or a few people um, take into consideration and actually use things like Instagram or go into not just Googling, but using um, Microsoft services. I mean, it is endless, the tools that are available. And a lot of it too is folks just not knowing what is out there. Uh, and I feel like as part of Checkwe, as part of these services that Daniel just listed, one of the biggest things that we're trying to do is to educate you as to what is out there and not just what is out there, but what is out there that could fit your particular need. Yeah. How can you use it, basically? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just, if I want to just jump in with this next number, I think in 2020, if I'm not mistaken, e-commerce globally accounted for about over $4 trillion worldwide right? E-commerce only. And that's up massively because of the pandemic. I don't have the exact number, but it's something like 25 to 40% year over year from 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, a platform like Shopify, I have to speak on it, is like, mm-hmm. it, it costs you $29 a month, right? If you're trying to run a business online and scale, $29 a month is, that's peanuts, um, the impact for Shopify merchants, or globally merchants, they accounted for 307 billion of that 4 trillion on only Shopify, wow. right? 307 billion dollars in 2020 only, right? Um, the Caribbean needs to play, needs to take its cut in that, yeah. right? Because it's just growing, it hasn't stopped. China and, and also. But, sorry to cut you off here, but also what we have to understand is this 370 billion is people like you and I, basically. Mm-hmm. It's literally sellers just like you and I sitting down at home, finding the ideal product, marketing it on the same Facebook and Instagram that we all have access to and making money. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's really not that difficult. 
You don't need bar. You don't need a brick and mortar shop. You don't even need to purchase inventory up front, right? All you need to do is have enough tech savvy to throw up your online store, find your products, get it marketed. And with Checkwe, you don't even need to do those things yourself. With the right yeah. budget, right? You could get everyone to build it for you. You can get one person to build a store, one person to market the store, um, one person to create your content. Um, if you're looking for more learning, more consulting, there's so many more digital tools that's part of our content offering. So we'll tell you about, um, for example, on the podcast, I'm probably going to come on here one day and we can build a Shopify store in one hour, right? We'll walk you through that beginning. If you want to yeah. participate and watch, um, comment on the like, if we get enough likes on the check we page, if you follow us on Instagram, request it. If it comes requested, that's something we'll do. And you just to add, me. just to add, I've actually seen him do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it's wild. So yeah. We can just, if you, if you want to start a business, you don't even need to have an existing business is what we're trying to say. Um, opportunities may be limited for you, like in terms of jobs, in terms of pay, there's other options, right? It always just comes down to how bad do you really want it, right? Um, learning, like 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 12 years ago, it was much more difficult than it is today, yep. right? Five years ago, it was way more difficult. Today, it has never been easier and it's only getting easier. Um, we have, we have to, I would love to get into like the cryptocurrency part of things, right? Especially <laughs> payments, that's for another that's, podcast. That's, that's, that's Ron's specialty. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there for myself. I mean, I'm dabbling it a little bit, but... We'll have a session and we'll teach you about We'll have a session on it. We'll have a session and we'll get you onboarded, right? If you're not already into it, we'll get you onboarded, right? Um, And that's, I think, like we discussed, that's what we want to do with these podcasts week over week. We want to actually teach everyone. This episode, you know, it's just we're creating the context. We want to set context for everyone. Upcoming episodes, there's going to be a lot more like workshop material, you'd say, Dennis. There's a lot of knowledge that you have on your radio show used to tell everyone. Uh, you kept it simple. Now we can be a little bit more long form, be more visual. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it could even be yeah. a collaborative thing, right? Um, I find working in teams in the Caribbean can be difficult as well. Like people aren't very used to that. But honestly, there's so much value in that, in just like pulling your resources from everywhere. Like, why can't I? Let's bring it back. Let's step away from the music, right? Like from, um, typical business like retail business and if we get into um music right mm-hmm. i like talking about the artists right because i used to be an artist i know how to struggle you yeah. might be you might have a song on youtube five hundred thousand views but your pocket is empty why right you could be you could have so many songs and you're performing but you're still not making enough money right because you haven't figured out quite how to monetize it you might be exactly. making great music Right, your music might be great, but no one's hearing it. Why? Well, there's algorithms. You need to understand. And you got to market it as well. The marketing. You need to have your press kits, your presence. Um, the criticism that I have with a lot of musicians is that they don't treat it like a business. They think it's a business, but they don't treat it like a business. Like you have a business plan, you have a strategy, you have your market um, presentation, and so these are more things that we can introduce with Checkway. There's people who know how to do these individual bits. Mm-hmm. right you could be an artist making a ton of money right by just selling merchandise on a print-on-demand business right 
you like I said, you don't need to purchase the inventory. You don't need to have a bunch of t-shirts, but guess what? If you have a video that's 50,000 views, 500,000 views worldwide, you should have a store linked there in your, in your description that pays you directly where your fans, your viewers are like, I'll support this person in the Caribbean. I love this. It's well presented. Let's pay that. Let's pay them. Right. And then that just creates more opportunity. And then it's the cross selling, it's the branding. And then you keep building on that. Right. Yeah. The thing with e-commerce, it's like, it's, it's infinite, right? The possibilities are actually infinite. You do merch one day, you might do a podcast the other day, you might release a book, an ebook, and you can do that all online, right? So if anybody who is new to online business or has some idea and you want to sell, consider checking out Checkwe. Check us out, Checkwe. And yeah, like there's a lot of opportunity to be had. Yeah. Yeah. And given the numbers you were giving out already, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure because I just checked it out that like the number of global e-commerce users is expected to increase to about 400 million before the end of the year. And the revenues, according to Finera, are expected global that is to reach over 2.7 trillion in 2021 ending the year. So roughly that's 11% growth year over year and continue to rise to 3.4 trillion by 2025. So e-commerce currently is a leading source of income for a lot of individuals. Um, I would tell you that just about two, two or three years ago, just before um, Maria hit Dominica, I was mm-hmm. currently working with an individual in New York. She's from St. Lucia. And she started an online e-commerce store. I built the website, bought the server, everything to put together. And she started selling um, oils, like natural mm-hmm. oils, which she had made in back in the country as it started to sell it in America. And a lot of the individuals were very intrigued by the scents, the fragrances, and the, the packaging of her product so much that she gained just about, I think, $120,000 within the first two months of sales. Wow. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's, that's all. That's all. I mean, she did a lot of marketing with Instagram. Instagram was a number one market. She used it and she got 60,000 people following. And mm-hmm. I think right now, last night I checked, she has 200,000 people following on Instagram. She still promotes widely. Mm-hmm. She has actually pushed her market over to market the products or to build the products from Tanzania and Africa because she'd visit Africa because she always had this thing about Africa. She said, we're from Africa. We need to go back. So I said, cool, go yeah. to Africa, enjoy yourself. I mean, I actually had a loan paying and I actually paid the loan off in one month. You know, I so I used to make a lot of money before Maria and you know things change. Trying yeah. to really get back on steam with this. Yeah. And even though like our colleague, I referred up a friend of mine to Daniel who helped we helped set up the store on Shopify. And she's using that as her own personal business right now. She's really doing really well. I, I think she's watching the live right now. Hey, mm-hmm. So <laughs> so yeah so Going so we, online, starting starting online business, I feel that's the most lucrative option right now. Yeah, a lot of people going into trading, a lot of people going into crypto, a lot of people hearing a lot of stories. And yeah, that 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 is an investment opportunity. But yeah. I really need to get the capital from do that investment okay around so I get back to you on that. <laughs> All right. Um so, so that's the thing is we need to focus and tell people about how to really branch out their businesses, how to get the businesses out there to the people. Yeah. Having the right expertise is very keen. 
having consultancy is very keen, having guidance is very keen. Um, that's why I myself, as I have instructed, I told you all that I'm really going to get into the more of the tutoring business. Uh, yeah. Where I'm going to yeah. put all the tutors, all the services you can list on Checkweed. Exactly. So like I'm going to list on Checkweed and to let yeah. people know about what I'm doing. So, you know, you can just also ask me and try and get some information. So, exactly. this, this even, is really about the education aspect of it. Like, as a tutor, yeah. you don't have to stay mm -hmm. with the people in your town, right? You literally you could teach yeah, anyone. It's limitless. Like, you're international. Yeah. You know, literally, you you people from other places. And um, one of the things I love that you brought up, Dennis, was the effect that having a business um, that's what we like to call disaster proof. Yeah. Uh, to the point where one of the major things we want to do is provide people with a platform that they can utilize in times of disaster so that they don't feel like the world is ending if the world is you know it's like it's ended imagine maria yeah. and yeah. you lost your business and you the shop was closed right i remember that that was a big problem for many people mm -hmm. right and i know a lot of people couldn't recover from that so you know that's just tells it's it's like people from st vincent right now um yeah. they, they were displaced well hey you might have services you could be a teacher hey your graphic design or web design online, right yeah. um it's one of those things it's really a lifeline right it's one of those invisible lifelines exactly yeah we 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 got some comments you want to read out the comments some uh so we got robert tongue he was like um a lot more emphasis needs to be placed on providing great service and the marketing the one one can have a great car but you need an amazing driver and techs, which tech we can provide. Yes, totally agree. Custom, if in e-commerce, e it's one thing to look good, but customer experience comes first in any business. Um, Jeff Bezos will tell you um, in this boardroom, they have an extra chair that stays empty and that's the customer's chair, right? They just imagine that this is where the customer, the customer has a say in what happens in the business, right? Mm -hmm. They have a huge role to play. So very, very true. If you're doing that, we have customer service reps on Checkway. Um, you can hire virtual assistants. They can help you run your business. So you don't have to look at this on a day-to-day. -day. Absolutely. Uh, Monique Jeffrey, the future podcast content ideas sound good. Looking forward to it. That's building the Shopify, talking about crypto, talking about um, what were some of the other topics? Do we want to give any leaks or are we going to keep it surprised? Canvas. Oh. We want to get people from the different islands on board. They'll be coming, yeah. right? We'll have a lot yeah. more diversity, diversity, and that's the plan for Czech Week. It's not one island. It's literally the whole West Indies. Yeah. Yeah. Understand, we're a digital regional company, regional digital company, whichever one comes first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Amir, Augustine, all of it has to do with marketing, not most. All of it has to do with marketing. Yeah. Find your digital marketing person online. When you think you're on your phone, right? If you saw the social network, um, is that what it is? Is it the social network? The social dilemma? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Literally. Good Designs. There's like the way you build your website comes down to design. You design for conversions. You design to get people to purchase. If you're yeah. not the seller, you're the one being sold to, right? Yeah. The moment you pick up your phone. So Yeah. Yeah. And then the best part, um, Kimal, there's like something y'all were talking about about 
there was an opportunity like with Instagram marketing, right? That people mm-hmm. tend to not take advantage. Like if you wanted to advertise on shows of social media, how does that go? Let's give oh, them yeah. a little bit uh, of value. I could give you so quick overview. Let's say you are running a business or I'll give you an example. You want to open a drop shipping business where you sell clothing, right? Mm-hmm. So you come up with 10 designs, you can draw them, um, scan them, put them into Photoshop so you have the digital images. Go to a drop shipping website or a site that can make clothing, uh, put up those designs, and then let's say for each design, you have three items. So for each design, you can have a t-shirt, a hat, or gym shorts, right? for each of your designs. So that's 10 by three, 30 products you have. Open an Instagram account specifically to market that business. Now, on average, you don't wanna, for lack of a better term, blow your wad as soon as you start. So you wanna start putting out the content and the clothing options you have on Instagram one at a time. And then what you wanna do is eventually you're going to want to market that product and reach as many people as possible, right? Yeah. So what you would do in that case is use something like Instagram's marketing or ad tool. And let's say you want to spend a hundred bucks for specifically Instagram ads over the course of three to four weeks. Instagram would estimate that you could probably reach for that price point anywhere from, I think, Ron, you were saying 40 to 80,000 people with those ads over that month, right? And and again, it all depends on your targeting as well. Exactly, because, oh no, because when you use these marketing tools, I mean, you can target it to geographic area, age group, um, interest, interest. And I mean, you can really, really, really fine tune your marketing campaigns off these products, right? Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Googles, right? And guys, you can look forward to a podcast we'll be doing on just specifically Facebook ads and targeting, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And let's say out of the, let's say on average for that $100 investment, you're able to reach 60,000 people seeing your ad right Mm -hmm. if even 0.5 people engage with that ad at whatever price point you set for your clothing you're already in the green just think Mm -hmm. think about it like that right so because there's there's no investment literally in terms of no, no rent to pay Besides, what, $29 a month on Shopify? Or mm-hmm. if you're doing Amazon FBA, it's probably about $25. Um, yeah. The fact is, it's not much, basically. But what we have to do, we have to view it as online real estate, right? Because the same way in, in, in the real world, you want to get as much real estate as possible because that's what's seen as the ultimate source of passive income. We need to rewire our minds now to realize that this is the new passive income. This is mm-hmm. the new real estate. It's domains, it's shops, it's all these different things. And they're readily available for all of us. Yes, And it's being able to really take advantage of how connected we all are in terms of digital services, e-commerce, and marketing. Those mm-hmm. three things, I mean, lay the groundwork for 
any online business that you you could possibly put together. All right. Um, final point in this this little note here. Um, it I think it was it was a couple of years ago. I can't remember exactly where when. Um, I was speaking to this gentleman locally, and he's been telling me like, "How are you doing with your business?" And I said, "Business is slow," and everybody told me to leave the country. And I was saying to myself, "I'm going to move to the states." And he's like, "While everybody tells you to move to the states, everybody tells you to move to the UK, everybody tells you to move to Canada. The one thing you need to understand: the Caribbean has 40 million individuals that purchase on a regular." Yeah. And that amount of individuals is enough individuals to make any business boom. You don't always have to think of targeting one specific island, use the island where you are, but use the other islands as a chain. Travel to the other islands. It's much easier to travel to another island within your region than to travel to the, the bigger states, to the bigger countries outside like the UK. And you can get established and start off much easier, especially if you have a digital market already established, yeah. connecting you to that island. You know, you can have distribution outlets on the different islands. Um, that is really one of the reasons why I, I was even telling most of my clients, I'm getting out of the personal website development, I'm going straight into e-commerce. Okay. I was planning just to go into e-commerce. I've done so much research into e-commerce over the past three years. Uh, that was my main focus. The thing about e-commerce, which we have a lot of restraints for in Caribbean, is getting paid. As we know, a lot of us cannot get a routing number from our banks in Caribbean because a lot of our banking institutions are not allowed to get routing numbers situated to them. So we always have SWIFT codes and we have this different type of system. I know everybody's trying to figure out how to get paid. Now, true, we can connect with individuals in the international fronts where we can say we want this individual to work as a partner with our business and say this person will be acting as a chief financial officer. So mm -hmm. they receive any money based on their residential address and their residential information of where they are located. But I will tell people right now on this live that you can get your business associated with the US and the UK to actually get paid online without having to worry too much about the restrictions in the Caribbean. Now, a lot of persons hear about the number, the, the, the statement of an ITN, individual tax number. Some people hear about EIN, which is employer's identification number. number and yeah. to actually file for these numbers, actually get registered with this number so you can get, as I said, an American bank account, you usually have to register your business internationally. And mm -hmm. While we're not residents in some of these countries, we can register our business internationally, and mm -hmm. you just have to know the steps. Yeah. For you to know the steps to get registered internationally, you need to get a professional. And while there are a lot of professionals internationally, you could just tell you like online you can find this information. You do have to find one which you can find that you can trust. One which is backed by a platform which you can trust also because it's within your whole network yeah. sector. Like check we so just check this is one, this is one of the services <laughs> I'm gonna be bringing on check we international business registration for non UK non US residents to actually get them to get their bank account set up and that that is what I felt is one of the most prominent businesses which I feel I want or offers I want to give to individuals because so, I've been taking some time to rebrand myself say what type of services I'm going to be doing where I'm going to be focusing and I felt e-commerce market is it. Because that's yeah. where everything is. Now everybody wants to get paid. Now getting paid is what you want to you want to do. I can tell you right now. Um, I want to say that I can say 
I can tell you right now, like one of my clients, you know, they actually did a registration, not this year, but last year. They had a registration for a certain activity that has happened with everybody on the island. Right. You can call that carnival. And they did the entire registration through their website, which I built. Now, I'll tell you, in the ticket sales, you could literally start off your own little franchise in what they got. So I'll tell you, e-commerce is the way forward. And it don't have to be a physical product. It can be a digital ticket. But yeah. you can retain all your users marketing for your future marketing or your, for future ad campaigns, for future um, email campaigns, for future registration, reviews, if you want to do all this type of information. And having an e-commerce platform built for you by a professional is yeah. key. No. So no. check we. Check we. Check we. I like it's that. Key, so check we. I love that. I love that. <laughs> to, 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 to that very point, right? E-commerce is not just selling clothes or selling products. It applies to tourism. That's on our, our bread and butter in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, literally, just having, if you run some sort of tourist attraction, you need to be online. Mm-hmm. Think like China, Chinese, the Chinese accounted for, I don't know what the exact number is off the top of my head, but it was a lot of money. I would need to Google it. We need, we need yeah. to Google this stuff. Um, the amount of money they spent on travel pre 2020 right enormous right but the chinese you know how they pick their places off this device right here they find their places off this device they book their trips off their phones or their computer if you're not yeah. online you don't exist they can't know they want to come to your particular location in this nature yeah. place if they can't find it yeah that, that's something i've been Literally, that's something I've been talking to a lot of clients and a lot of potential businesses about as well. And just leveraging Google, for instance, like, like a lot of people don't realize you can set up a Google My Business profile. They'll automatically boost you up in the, in the search algorithms. And anytime someone's coming and finding something locally, you're automatically there. People, you have to realize how much of a powerful tool that is, because let's just go back to tourism once again. Someone's coming down to Dominica. And what's the first thing they're looking for? Accommodation. Okay, what do they do? Um, guest houses in Dominica. And to your oh. own benefit, as a person who has accommodations, there's Airbnb, there's Booking.com, there's all exactly cut the middle people out. Exactly. So I mean that that's why I like because since I've been, I've noticed there's so many beautiful little spots here, but they they're just not marketers. Only so like somebody has to tell you about this and Come on, this is 2021. Check. Get yourself listed on Google. Get yourself on Airbnb. Yeah, that, that, TripAdvisor. Check we will help yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's true. That we have a lot of restraint in the um, tourism industry for the marketing aspects because a lot of the tourism industry is individuals. They try to promote the country or promote the tourism market through the same channel of individuals which they're already connected with. And that is usually where we are limited. Um, you made a good point there about the Google property or business listing. Normally I get that register for anybody when I start a new website, I get them through Google Webmasters Console. Mm-hmm. I add the domain property there. I connect them with all the other services as for you the know, you're, 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 you're an experienced guy. You're smart. You know where yeah. all the so, straight away. So right. I put all these things. Like if I tell if somebody comes to me and they say they want to start a website, when I when first thing I do is like Google well, they, they tell me they want the website to be. Then I look for the domain. Then I look to see on every social media outlet if somebody has that name already. 
Then I will exactly. define the name to see what the name means in Google, how people reference it. Then I will say, okay, you know what? This is the name you pick it. Okay, what is your brand? What is your tagline? How do you want to you want to make this business reflect to you? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very personalized person. I, I'm not to say I'm a perfectionist, but I personalize my brand. You yeah. understand? Yeah. So this is one of the things which I focus on when I start a business. So I always give people this type of guidance when we get there. And I feel that a lot of people need this type of guidance when they're starting off. Because if you just say, okay, you know what? I want a website. Give me a website. They go on Fiverr. They start. Fiverr says, okay, I'll do it for you for $50, sir. Okay, <laughs> you're getting $50. I, I need another $50, sir. We need to send, set up for something to buy to put the website. So give another $50. I need to, I need to get some, some content to put on there. So you have any content? No, what is content? I, I don't know what that means. Package. Okay, so give me a hundred dollar. I will take it. Put the hundred dollar. Then he say, okay, you know what? Um, we have to promote it to get people to come on the website. We need to go and pay four hundred dollars for advertising. Give me four hundred dollar. What? You've been robbing me. Well, you didn't go to a professional, so yeah. this is what this is what you get. I'm just doing for you. What you cannot <laughs> do. So you need to go and check we to get a professional. That's how we do it, right, guys? Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's why trust, you know, is that is the underlying fact of everything, right? Everything. That's why we're doing this podcast. You know who you're dealing with. You see our faces, you know how to find us. Yeah. Right? Because we understand in the Caribbean, um, trust is a big issue for that for a situation like you just described, Dennis, right? Where when you're coughing up some money to build up something you don't necessarily understand, right? It can be scary. And it's, so trust is the number one factor behind all of it. And that's that's one of Chequi's made number one values actually. So number one value, trust. Everything has to come down to trust. Um, if we do something wrong, we'll let you know. If we're doing something out of the blue, we're gonna let you know. Um, if we were just some anonymous people in the background, you might not find this interesting at all. Um, and that's just I think that's just kind of how we are in the Caribbean. How people are it's just like you need to know who your neighbors are. You need to know who you're dealing with. Um, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do with check we. So any job, anytime, just check we. Just check we. Just check we. Yeah, so we've gone over into one of this program, you know, guys. We we really brought a lot of information out there to people, at least an introduction into the whole podcast. And I want to welcome, I want to thank everybody for really joining in. And I know check we is there. We give it has a lot of support available on Checkway for us to actually give whatever we give access to. We actually give a lot of support. We are the group where we actually try and give a lot of shared information and updates. And I know Ron has done the blog. And one of the key things I think we haven't mentioned on the show as yet tonight is that Checkway has an app, which the recent app which was launched. And you can get the app from the Google Play Store if you check out for Checkway. And you can add it, install it, sign up, yeah. connect, register. And, 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 and the Apple it. App Store as well. Yeah. And the Apple App Store, so you can get it in the iOS Apple ship persons. You know, Apple, <laughs> Apple ship, you know, but still. Yeah, so I want everybody to check it out, get the app, follow the updates, follow the social media pages. Don't stay behind by not getting up to date with what we need to know, you know, because Checkway is there and it's coming on strong. You know, this... We want other things we want to do with Checkway. There are other things we want to push with Checkway. We're hoping that it will help develop not just us, 
not just people on CheckWe, not only people that utilize CheckWe, but the economies of each individual country where CheckWe touches. All right, guys. So I feel that we did a, a good job tonight for the intro for the show. Um, I believe we're going to have the podcast released on on which other platforms uh, we're going to have it on. We'll be on Apple. We'll start working on this and to get people out there, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll start working on it. But um, you can find us on YouTube as well. We're gonna have um, we're gonna have it right here on Facebook. We'll get a few snippets in place. So guys, just be tuned into the Facebook page, the Instagram page. It's at Checkway on all platforms, also on LinkedIn. And at the end of the day, if you haven't signed up yet, now is your opportunity. Head over to the next tab. Is the next tab right there? <laughs> www.checkwi.com. List up right. the services. Monetize today. Yeah, man. Okay, so that's great. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for joining. My name is Dennis. I was a host of this. I, I was very grateful to be the host of this, this um, first off episode of Checkway Podcast. Um, we had Ron Abraham, Daniel Fadel, Kimail, Philip, Lloyd yeah. Philip. Lloyd yeah. Philip. Okay. All right, so Lloyd Philip. So we had him here. And we all came to, to give you this information. Just giving us an insight, small little insight into Checkway. Because we have so much more coming and we really want everybody to enjoy the process or enjoy the journey with us as we start to push Checkway forward. All right. So with that, we want to say thank you. And, and guys, good night. that's it. Good night. Have a good night.